Hey, welcome back to Pigeon Hockey. This is Chris and today's co-host, Sebastian. Hello, hello. And you know us, we're just a goalie and a goon that have taken one too many pucks or fists to the head and do not claim to be hockey experts, but simply overzealous hockey fans that love to play, watch, read, and talk about hockey. So be sure to follow us on Twitter to let us know what you think, and also be sure to comment and share any hockey games, news, or videos we should cover in an upcoming podcast. So Sebastian, on today's podcast, we wanted to get into the NHL All-Star Game, and is it worth it? Because it's something you, Steve, and I, and Ben, we, we all briefly talk about and I don't think any of us, truthfully, have a pretty high opinion of the NHL All-Star Game. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, the All-Star Game's changed a ton throughout the years, obviously. Um, you know, and I had to do a bit of research, I'll be honest. Like, the first actual NHL All-Star Game was 1947-1948 season. Uh, prior to that, there's you know, different benefit games where there were All-Star Games, right? So they're raising money for something. Um, and then, you know, it, it kind of went through a crazy... Um, talk about crazy jerseys, crazy formats. Um, you know, we used to have, for me, like I, we saw, we talked about this before we went on the podcast. Like for me, my favorite one, and, and I'll get more into detail later, um, was the North America versus the world. And they all talk about why that was my favorite. And then now to today where it's kind of like a tournament style, like, like we said before, like to me, when I look at players, they don't, it's not they don't care, but they don't care. Um, you know, no. players are taking that time off, the weekend off to, to to get better. You know, like Ovi was hurt, so he took the time off and he got a one-game suspension. Like, why are you suspending one of the best players in the world because he wants to heal up during a quote-unquote fun time? Like, to me, this is just the money-hungry NHL trying to get as much money as they can and forcing their players to do something. Yeah, I don't understand why. I mean, I understand why they every league seems to have their own all-star game. And none of them are that fun. The NFL's is not worth watching. As a kid, I, I faked that the Pro Bowl was my favorite game of the year because I knew I could stay up for Bills games and even the Super Bowl. But as a kid, I realized if I said this was my favorite game of the year, I could stay up for that too. I, it wasn't my favorite game of the year. It These all-star games in any sport are just boring. Maybe in Major League Baseball, they make some sense because they don't do much anyways, but crack the bat. They're not hitting each other or anything like that. So that might even be fun for the NBA. But for sports that like real sports like football and hockey, I tell you, man, it's not fun watching these guys kind of half ass it and just kind of show off. And, oh, you know, we're going to put in these other goalies that don't have names and everything just because we don't want regular goalies getting hurt during the tournament. And then during the game, we'll put in goalies. But the goalies aren't trying their best because they're not getting hurt for the All-Star game. Nobody's hitting. There's not any real strong competition. It's just the best players in the NHL skating around as a show. And it's not fun. Maybe, maybe, maybe if you're like a kid. It's fun to see opposing team, you know, that you hate and your favorite team playing on the same ice together as friends. But I think, honestly, once you maybe grow out of like the preteen range, I don't think it has an appeal for an older audience. Yeah. And, and even, you know, the, the times that things do get fun. Um, and I know like people refer- reference the NFL as the no fun league, but you know, I, I think the NHL should definitely get a rap for being the no fun league sometimes too. I mean, what was the year 2016 John Scott started off as a joke, but you know, Twitter and social media just ran with this and he was the number one player in voting and he was on the NHL roster and you know, something weird happened and he got bumped down to the AHL roster and I get, it, he wasn't a great hockey player. You know, he was he was a goon, uh, kind of a leader, whatever. But right before they got bumped down the NHL roster, and the NHL said, ah, too bad, he's not eligible anymore. You need to vote somebody else in. And you know, the the fans basically 
took their pitchforks out and read Gary Bettsman <laughs> gate trying, you know, trying to burn down that house. And I mean, I, I get it. I mean, I, I'll be honest. I haven't really paid attention to an all-star game. Like I did the John Scott all-star game. I was fired up to see a guy like that in the, in the all-star game. The players were fired up. I'm pretty sure some of the players gave their winnings to John Scott. Like here, like, thanks for being, you know, who you are in the NHL. Like, and then just the NHL was just all against it. And it just, it drives me crazy. I'm like, your, your fans are, you're asking your fans to get involved and vote. Yeah. It started off as a joke, but you know, like every other joke that usually ends up catching fire, people start actually buying into it. Like people, I was bought into John's. I voted for John Scott. Like, let's go make him captain, which he ended up being thankfully, but you know, not thankfully to the NHL and Gary Bettman, who basically tried to put every stop they could in the way to force him not to be in the NHL all-star game. But again, I watched it because he was part of it. Yeah, it was a bit of a joke, but I loved it. And that's actually one of the few things that made that, uh, you know, even semi-interesting was the fact that he was voted into that game. And yeah, we were all paying attention. I don't know if I watched it. It's just for me, the the NHL All-Star game of the skills competition. If they want to do something along the lines of a skills competition without the game and just keep it a, the NHL All-Star weekend skills competition something along those lines and, and, and come up with something a little bit more creative. But this is why the NHL has like a PR team and has all these people assigned to it. They've got to come up with something that doesn't suck. Cause I'm sorry, all-star weekend as it sits right now, does, it doesn't appeal to me at all. And you know, if they have guys like John Scott voted in, or they have a thing where you feel as a fan, you can have a say in how the game unfolds. That might be not maybe even the game, but how the weekend unfolds. That could be a lot of fun, dude. They could honestly do some, like they could come up with some really creative stuff and they can make it 75% hockey and 25% just other random stuff. People could get voted in as fans to play in a certain segment with players or kids can come in and like, you know, they always have the kids come on the ice between periods. They could come up with something where a team could get voted to go into the NHL All-Star game and, you know, like a peewee team or something and, and just have... I think they could have a lot more fun with it we get, that would get fans way more involved in All-Star Weekend because they're like, hey, did you hear that, you know, uh, you know, Team X out of Alberta and, you know, Team Z out of California got voted into the NHL All-Star game. So there's going to be, you know, in between these little things, they're going to have this mini tournament. But then NHL player, I think they just could come up with something a lot more interesting that gets the fans involved, like the John Scott situation that would make it. Something worth watching, because as it stands right now, eh, no, not for me. Yeah, and like I said, I mean, I don't know if it's because I was a kid when, you know, this format was out, but the North America versus the world, there's also, there's always a little bit of competition in that, because it's, you know, right now, they're a little mini tournament, they win, what, I think a million dollars that they split between players that are already making, like, $40 million, so, you know, to me, a million dollars split five ways is wicked, but to them, it's chump change. Yeah, that should um, go then, to charity you know, or something. It should go like you, you win a million dollars for your the team's voted charity or something. Something exactly. But they don't need I mean, any more MVP, money. No, exactly. And like the MVP wins like a Honda Honda Ridgeline. Like I'm sorry, these guys are driving around in Cadillacs and you know Teslas and all that kind of stuff. You're giving them a Honda Ridgeline. Like give it to a no fan. offense, Honda. Like don't come at me. Like you could have yeah, exactly. fans to be like you, everyone cha- bids. Yeah. You know, and, and it could be yeah, like, okay, charity, well, like, you know, yeah, like give it to a charity, like a homeless shelter who, you know, drives around meals or whatever. Like, like you said, like give the money and that vehicle to a charity that needs this, like not to a, like, like, I don't know, Connor McDavid, here's your Honda Ridgeline. You really think he drove that thing? 
Oh, absolutely. I think he's still driving it. He actually traded in for the Odyssey van, I think. <laughs> Dude, uh, but I'm with you. I think that if they make it a little bit more involved with the fan base, of course, I'm sure there's liabilities with having fans out there with players and stuff, but it wouldn't be a, you know, something stupid where you'd have to have liability. People come onto the ice for, you know, in between games all the time. I think if they found a way to connect the fan base to the players and they connect the teams, like they got Hockeyville and all that stuff, they could come up with a lot of different ideas to make All-Star Weekend actually interesting and make it charitable versus that. The last thing I care about is like, oh, this guy voted the best player on the team, so he gets a, oh, good, he gets something else for free. Yay, a million dollar, you know, a guy who makes eight, nine million dollars a year is getting something else for free. That's awesome. That's what I want to see as a fan. No, I want to see that if, you know, Connor McDavid got voted as the, v, you know, the MVP for the All-Star game, that means, you know, you know, Jessica, whatever, now gets to win a car because she's attached to Conor McDavid based off of voting or whatever happens, you know, like they could connect at something where people sign up for something and it's randomly selected. And it's like, all right, Conor McDavid's player is Jessica something out of, you know, somewhere, Virginia. And oh, cool. That way, if he's voted MVP, I get a car. That's cool. That's something that they should be targeting. I just think that they need to make it. I don't know. I There's people that should be hired to make the all-star weekend something so nhl if you're listening i will have nothing but time on my hands in the upcoming years so feel free to reach out to me i would love to work on this project for you but i think they need to do something to make it more interesting and get the fans involved and i think if they get more fans involved that actually means way more money for the league seriously how many more people tune in if there's a heavier fan involvement and something just a little bit more interesting than a who cares game that ends 16 to 13 yeah, and I mean, I, I get, like, you want to have the big-name players in there, and they don't want to get hurt, so it's never really a big competition. But again, like, let the fans vote. I mean, who knows? Like, don't get me wrong, Carmen Davis probably always going to be in there. But, you know, what if they look at a player that, you know, is a third-liner, but he's a, he's a team favorite? Like, you know, he's a fa- the fans love him, the boys in the locker room love him, the coaches love him. Get that guy into an all-star game. Have some little fun with it. Like, I get you want the big names, but sometimes the big names are the guys that play you know, 20, 25 minutes a night and need that weekend to relax or go away. Like I know a lot of players go away down South or whatever and, you know, enjoy a vacation with their family, which they usually don't get. So it's like, let some of the other guys have a chance at this and, and maybe it'll be fun. Maybe it may be awful. Maybe it's the worst idea I've ever had in my life and it doesn't work, but you know what? The NHL all-star is just not working anyways. So why just keep going back to a dry well? Yeah, because again, I've lost complete interest in the weekend when it happens. I'm like, okay, so I'm out with I'm without hockey for almost a week. So now what? Because I don't watch it. It's not worth my time. It's just so boring. There's, yeah, I think something along the lines of a skills competition with the fan involvement. Uh, no game. No need for a game. Um, I just think that they could they could really come up with something super awesome, super creative, super involved. And that would be something worth actually watching. I mean, just really like, like I said, like, I mean, I've, I've went to that well, but like, I'll, I'll finish my thought here of making it competitive. Like when it was the world, North America versus the world, like there was a little pride on that. Like, you know, you won that game and, you know, the, the Americans and the Canadians had a little bit of something on, you know, the rest of the world or the rest of the world had a little something on on, you know, the players that they played against. And it was teammates versus teammates at that point, too. It was kind of cool to watch, right? Yeah. I mean, you saw Joe Sackick and Peter Forsberg on opposite sides of it. 
you know, they're line mates, good friends, but they're playing against each other, right? So it's a little bit more, you know, you're not playing with the guys that you play with all the time anyway. So it's not like, you know, you're, you're having fun, but you're, you're having, you're competing against, you know, the guy that you literally line up against or line up with usually. So it's like, you, you, there just seems to be, they, they, the players seem to have a little bit more fun with it. And again, it could have been because I was a kid and I wasn't looking at it any differently. Uh, but to me, that was kind of when players have more fun or, or when they did, the, they did the draft, right? Where it's like, you can basically, you know, you put in two players, the top two voted players are the captains, and you and you do a draft where, you know, they kind of did that the one year, but really spread it out. Like have, you know, like have players play against each other that usually don't or that usually play together, like Marner versus Matthews. Like, you know, guys that are friends, but like would have that that friendly comp, you know, competition on the ice. Um, and, it, and it might be funner to watch because it's they're not just, you know, you watch a division, like you, you've seen these guys on the ice together all the time. Yeah, they may be playing against each other, but they're on the ice together a ton. You know, match, put them against, you know, put someone who plays for Florida and someone who plays for, you know, whoever, like Vancouver, like whatever, again, you know, on the same line where they, they don't see each other very much in a year. But, you know, they're, they're playing together, having fun. And it's, to me, it's just kind of you can tell the players are, eh, you know, they don't they don't have they don't really care. Um and as a fan, that's kind of if that's the product on the ice, that's the product I'm gonna get back. Where it's like, eh, the All Star game has been on when it's happened. Couldn't tell you who won, couldn't tell you who scored. It's usually just on, and I'll poke my head up and look at it once in a while. The minute I find something more interesting on TV, it's changed. Yeah, now we have streaming, so there's always something more interesting on TV than the NHL All Star game. So moving along those lines, I think I don't know necessarily if back in the 90s when I'd watched the All-Star games, if I think they were more competitive. I do remember the U.S. or not the U.S., the uh, North America against the world. And those were more interesting. I agree. But again, I don't think and again, it could be because we were younger. It just seemed like it was competitive, but maybe it wasn't. But the draft, actually, the draft brought a lot of funny moments, too. And because wasn't yeah. it didn't the person who was drafted last win something? Yeah, Phil Kessel. Yeah. Um, I forget what he won. It might have been a, a car or something like that. But, yeah, I mean, it was funny to watch Phil Kessel, like, kind of giggling to himself. Like, obviously, deep down, I'm sure his, his ego was hurt a little bit. But, you know, he kind of had some fun with it. And yeah. I think it's funny. Like, all the players were laughing together. Like, it, it was, you know, and I'm sure, you know, when you play against – uh, or even with say two of his teammates were in that on the same in the same all-star game right you get to that room guys are gonna give you a bit of a chirp like joking around the guys you play against that were there and be like hey phil your last pick or you know whatever and it's just something fun and I, I actually enjoyed that i thought that was funny you know that game same thing they caught they talked about phil's last pick and i think he scored a goal and you know they're all joking around how he was like a sleeper pick and all that kind of stuff that was fun and then the NHL, i think the nhl went Oh, people are laughing and smiling? Enough. You know, no laughing and smiling. All right, back to the most boring format we can put together and um, make sure we collect our money. Yeah, I actually like the the draft format because, yeah, North America versus the world was fun as a kid. Actually having a draft format means there's something even more additional to watch. Because if you, wasn't Jonathan Taze one of the captains? Like, I can't remember who the captain was. Yeah, I think were. him and Ovi. Yeah. I think it was and him and Ovi. Fun. And that's fun because they, they can even have that like, OK, these two are going to be the people who based off of scoring or whatever the season, these are the two that are going to be the captains. And so let's draft. And you have personalities on the ice that are awesome out there. You have guys that gets laugh and guys like Flurry and guys like Ovi. You want to see those personalities during something like a draft where they're sitting there and you got somebody like Phil Kessel, Phil the Thrill, sitting up there being drafted last because I guarantee you once they if they kept the draft format going they would get the players would get creative on who they left up there 
they would absolutely get creative on who they left up there last. <laughs> you know what I mean? But then it would be more for along the lines of skills competition because the game's still boring. But yeah. if they started with something like a draft and had some player involvement, I just think, man, I think they could really honestly make it an event, really make it a fun. And it doesn't need to be a whole weekend thing. I the whole weekend, no one cares. Nobody wants to watch multiple days of this stuff. Make it like a hockey game-length event. Maybe a little bit longer, but not really. Keep it to three hours if they can. And just make it a draft. Make it a skills competition. Have some fan involvement. Dude, I just think that's the way forward for the National Hockey League. Because what they got now just isn't working. Have you had any favorite moments from an All-Star game ever? Um I mean, there's a bunch that come to mind. Like the the top one for me that I always kind of remember was, you know, old Nolan picking a shot and, you know, scoring where he picked it off. I thought that was kind of Uh, of funny to watch. Um, You know, when you see like NHL players and and their kids, like you've seen, you know, you saw it to Chuck with his two sons who now are in the NHL. I mean, that's kind of cool to look back on. Just, you know, just just things like that. I mean, and that all stems again from the the skills competition, not the actual game. I mean, obviously the the point and shoot was the game, but. Most of the fun moments, you know, like when, you know, Sedan Chara first broke the record for a higher slap shot, or Shea Weber, sorry, and then Sedan Chara and Shea Weber, they seem to bounce back at who's going to shoot it harder. You know, those are cool competitions to watch. And again, it's all in the competition. So to me, like that, it's all about the skills competition. What about you? Yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, I remember growing up and there was, you know, we had guys like Hashik in the net. He would still make his stupid fun saves. But the thing is that players get dumb creative during the um during the all-star game and during the all-star weekend and was it i want to say it was mark andre Fleury. was he the one that he decided to face the net as they came in oh yeah watch the glass yeah watch the glass and try to stop the puck those are fun moments you want to see in something like the all-star game it's it's stuff along those lines and those are the things that stick out i still remember hashik just flopping around in the ice during that and I think Mario Lemieux back in the day like I mean it wasn't the it was a game but he had like something like six goals but even then it was just like okay whatever it, it's not like the goalies are massively trying but I liked that moment with Marc-Andre Fleury it was funny and that's what I think fans want to see out of this game is they want to see personality they want to feel involved they want to feel connected to their league and I think the NHL is just dropping the ball yeah and I agree it, and I mean if if, if they if they want to have a format where it is just like a skills competition, but they still want to do a whole weekend thing, like why not do like a Friday night draft? Yeah. Uh, you know, like a Saturday, obviously without COVID, you do like a fan expo, you know, where the, you know, players are available for autographs and, you know, um, like conferences with, with fans, you know, where the fans get to ask some questions right. and not just every, you know, the guys that usually do in the media and, you know, they could sell a ton of merchandise or passes for special events or whatever. They could still make their money because we know that's what the NHL is about. And then, you know, on, on the you know Sunday afternoon, you do your skills competition, you sell your tickets for that, wrap it up and get back to hockey on Monday. I like that. All right, NHL, if you're listening, TM, I think this is a good, you know, I think this is a good idea. I am more than willing to jump on with my sports management degree and, and knock this stuff out for the National Hockey League. Let's make All-Star Weekend fun again. Uh, let's really let's do something different because it, it stinks right now. So anyway, I think this is a good wrapping point. So we do want to appreciate all of our listeners for once again tuning in. This is Chris and Sebastian. Have a great day. We're Pigeon Hockey and we'll catch you next time.